News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Well, we played one of the most famous, iconic Christmas songs uh, there, Shane McGann's Fairy Tale of New York. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about Shane McGann. Tony Duffin, uh, CEO of the Anna Liffey uh, uh, Drug Centre. Um, Tony, the Pogues were more than just music to you as uh, an Irishman growing up in London. Good morning, Shane. Thanks for ha- having me on. Um, yeah, look, um, I, I firstly, just, just to, to condolences to, to all those people, everyone who loved Shane. Um, my experience was 1982. I was 12 years old. I was uh, born to parents uh, from Wexford um, and uh, I was living in South East London. And uh, yeah, we, we, we were, I suppose my friends and I, my, my, my siblings, we were looking for something as seen we, upon reflection now. And uh, in King's Cross in 1982, uh, in August, um, Shane McGowan, little did I know, Shane McGowan for, with his colleagues formed the Pogues. And from that point forward, you know, I, I really got into it as a fan um, and his lyricism in terms of the depiction of life in, in London, particularly, uh, really resonated. And the punk ethic uh, and the lyrics it was just it just meant so much to me and so many people I knew um, and we went to the gigs and we bought the records uh, and it was more than than you know fairy tale in New York which is a fantastic song um, but there were so many songs that he that he wrote as everyone knows um, that that really spoke to people and resonated um, and yeah sorry I, I was just going to say to you I'm thinking 1982 London probably wasn't a great time to be Irish in London. I mean, the IRA bombing campaign was, was in kind of yeah. full swing at that point. It was, it, was, it was very difficult to be Irish in the UK, I would say, through the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, uh, for different reasons. Uh, one of the reasons you've just pointed out there, the troubles uh, made things difficult for people in, uh, in Ireland and, uh, and in the UK. Um, and so, you know, I think, I think Shane... Lyrics addressed uh, a lot of the injustices uh, very, uh, in a very careful way, in many ways, uh, but 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 not shying away from some of the difficulties. And I think the you know the thing about the Pogues that people need to understand is is that they they were they were you know that they informed your life you know in ter- when, in, 19, in the nineteen eighties. What I mean by that is they embraced inclusion, they embraced diversity. Um, they 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 look for example um, there was a, they they supported HIV AIDS. In the 80s, you know, doing gigs and things uh, at a time when it was really difficult, you know, people didn't understand that particular difficulty, that particular disease. Um, they produced Miss Otis Regrets, one of those things with Kirsty McCall for the Red Hot and Blue album. Oh, yeah, they put that brilliant. out. Yeah. It was brilliant. You know, there was there was stuff they did. You know, there was the, there was the song about the Birmingham Six and such and the Guildford Four. You know, they went. They were really they they were political. Yes, they were. Um, and I think uh, I think they they really informed us about the the, the other side of the narrative uh, and in the UK. Uh, in terms of identity and and your identity, were they important yeah. in terms of kind of sort of you know i'm i'm irish yeah. i'm i'm of london i'm irish um yeah, was that definitely. was that really important for you yeah they 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 you know i was a, i was a teenager you know it was my formative years and i say when i say me i know a lot of people in the same position uh, at that time um and it was cool to be irish the pogues made it very cool 
to be Irish, and we put our, on our crumbie coats and our skin tight jeans and our, uh, our monkey boots, and we 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 went out and together we went to our gigs, and it just gave us a real sense of identity. Them and and some other bands, but but predominantly the Pogues were and and Shane McGowan. There was no one that could you know replace Shane at the front of of, of the Pogues. You know, they were a massive powerhouse in terms of live gigs in yeah. the eighties. Unbelievable. We were, we were just chatting about it earlier, Tony. I mean, obviously, there's so many bands. Uh, that can you know that have uh, our, you know Irish roots, um, uh, Kate Bush, Dusty Springfield, you know uh, the, the Smiths, yeah. Dexies, Midnight Runners, um, Oasis. I suppose with with, with the possible exception of, of Dexies, uh, they were probably different in that they they did embrace traditional Irish music as well. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously they're known for the fusion of Irish music and punk, but they did other genres as well. Um, uh, Fiesta, the song Fiesta, for example, has a sort of Spanish sort of undertone. But but the uh, yeah, no, no, definitely they they did. And I mean, just to say, uh, you know, some of the gigs. I mean, people need to understand that you'd go along, and the Pogues were there, and uh, Joe Strummer would come on. The Specials had opened for them, and now they were their brass section. Elvis Costello would come on stage, and and Shane would go off for a break. Um, in mid mid gig, either Elvis Costello or, or, or Joe Strummer would come on, and uh, this crowd were just screaming out for Shane to come back on. <laughs> really? Nobody, yeah. <laughs> no, no offense, Joe, and no, no offense, Elvis, but we want Everybody Shane. Everybody wanted Shane back, and it was so they loved him, and uh, and it was it, it was. Look, it was amazing to be there at that time. And, you know, much of that, you know, like, I mean, there was obviously around the fairy tale in New York time, which, which I think it's understandable people will think of the Pogues and Shane McGowan as yeah. fairy tale in New York, but, but it was much more than that. Tony, I, I can remember being in London uh, in 1990 and waiting, I was there for the summer, waiting outside a, a tube station for uh, a long time. But I was actually stood up by my now wife, but that's a different uh, story. <laughs> um, and I was approached by a, lo- a lot of people begging for money and what really struck me at the time was a huge number of them I think nearly all of them were were Irish had obviously come 20, 30 years earlier and, and fallen down on their luck I know it's something the Pogues kind of captured I, I, I'm guessing it probably had an influence on you and, and, yeah. and where you ended up yeah. working so, so I mean, I, you know, now that I look back on things, I can see that the influence that Shane and the Pogues had on me led me to to work for th- over thirty years now with people who are homeless or, or maybe ha- or do have drug problems or alcohol problems. And you know, in the in the eighties, it was really obvious there was there was a, was a there was a housing crisis in London. There was people sleeping rough. There was a lot of drug taking uh, uh, and and just and everything that comes with with living on the streets. And many of those people, not not all, but many of those people were Irish and and it really resonated with me coming from an Irish background alcohol was a huge issue for for people in 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 uh, in uh, who are Irish in in the UK um and I wanted to to I didn't know what I was going to do about it but I knew I was going to do something I wanted to try and help there was no career pathway but you know I I, I wanted to help and I did some voluntary work in the early 90s and and that led on to working with people but I think you know one of the things I would say is is that you know you know people there was an element of internalized oppression for for the irish they were they were taking on the stereotypes that were being forced upon them and uh, and it and it was just this terrible situation for many people lots of people who did really well in the uk and and succeeded but those people who fell through the gaps you know that 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 yeah. was a really difficult time for people yeah 
Tony, great talking to you. Thanks so much for uh, sharing uh, your story, your memories of the Pogues. Tony Duffin there, CEO of Analiffy uh, Drug Centre. Loads of people getting in touch here. Yeah, and some really, really lovely texts. Good morning. Like many people, I have particular memories of Shane's incredible voice, but one stands out. Our son, Joe, had just been born in Cork University oh. Hospital. It was December 2013 and Fairy Tale was playing in the background. A moment of pure joy I will treasure forever. And that's from Michelle in uh, Cork. And she says, P.S., thanks for keeping me sane on the drive to work in Waterford every morning. Michelle, oh. I love, to, love oh. to have you on board and uh, happy Christmas to you. Yeah, thanks for giving us a lump in the truth uh, yeah. this morning, Michelle. Uh, R.I.P. Shane, he loved and loaded the human condition in equal measure. The songs he wrote, the menace he injected vocally and literally, the romance, the beauty, the degradation, the desolation and overriding all of this, the manic mayhem legend, says Dave and Goway. Dave, that's pretty poetic uh, yourself. So thank you indeed for those texts. Keep them coming through. We're going to be talking more about uh, Shane McGowan throughout the programme 087 1400 106 if you want to drop us a voice note even how you feel even an owl song even an owl song yeah News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk